Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back, Weekend Fantasy Update. As Sean just said, Cam and George, we're back for the next hour. And we'll be here tomorrow morning from 11 to 2. Once again, getting you caught up in all the NHL and Major League Baseball action. Games are just starting now. The two games in baseball, Yankees and Baltimore, Washington and the Mets, about to start, along with, in the NHL, the Florida Panthers, Cam's favorite team. They and suck. the Boston Bruins. <laughs> or, yes. Florida blow. I gotta be honest with you. We we could we could do like a like a broken record. Like we'll we'll do awards for like the most disappointing team. Like you look at them and go, wow. Again, Florida. Like every big game this year, choking. They Marcheso, Barkov. You know, even Luongo. Like it's the same story every day. I get it. They're not playing in front of everybody. But me and you talked about it, George. Well, the the bunch of jerks. Well, they got they got celebrations going on, Florida. What are you doing to bring people? to this non-hockey market? What are you doing to actually say, wow, you know, other than offering people a bottle of vodka or, or you know, when you go down to uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken with a barrel of ticket, you get $10 off a Panther game. Nobody's there. No one cares about hockey in Sunrise, Florida. I've been down there. Like, it was an absolute joke. We had good tickets for, like, 20 bucks. Like, it's one of those experiments. I'd really like Florida to kind of leave the league. Like, you talk about Seattle's coming in. Like, give Quebec their team. They can have Florida. Yeah, I forget which... Uh... I think it was Florida player. It was. It was one of the one of the better players who actually said he's. Huberto. Uh, I'm thinking it might have been Huberto, but I'm not 100 percent sure uh, that you know it, uh, he doesn't know how this team didn't did make the playoffs this year. And you know what? Neither do I. Because yeah. you have <laughs> excellent. You have too many good players. Huberto, Barkov, Troch. I know Troch can start for a while, but you know uh, Ekblad. It doesn't make any sense to me either. Hoffman's had a good year. It doesn't make any sense to me either. Why well, you know, you didn't make the playoffs this year? So he's right about that. Uh, just really. I mean, what are you going to do? It's just, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, a couple of little news and notes for you. Uh, yep. Severino for the Yankees is close to uh, getting back on the mound. Good. Doesn't really change his timetable. You know, we're still looking at May 1st, somewhere around there, for his return to the Yankee rotation. Francisco Lindor will uh, see an ankle specialist on Monday, and we'll have a better idea of how long he will be out of the lineup for. And I got to tell you, Cam, I am so happy, <laughs> so happy that I didn't take Lindor in any league. I said it, you know, guys has an injury already, and the, the people are only dropping him a couple of slots. I know it's a different injury. You know, he had the calf, and now he has the ankle. But I wasn't touching this guy in fantasy drafts. Yep, no, very smart, George. And sometimes, you know, you said, 
listen, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from these type of guys or whatever. And then you told me with Kershaw, it was actually a little bit different for you. You're like, I can't believe he's still there. Now I have to go take somebody because I see value. The fact that Kershaw is still on the board, but opposite with Lindor, you're not dicking around. It's like, I don't want to be dealing with this all season long. He's a huge asset. Also Cleveland, you know, they play in a horrible division, so there's no need to rush them back. They could still win with the pitching staff that they got. Worry about their bats. It's like uh, they're, they're rolling out some pretty bad lineups right now, but they'll be fine. They're the Cleveland Indians. Long season, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that pitching staff. I mean, that, that's the staff from hell. I think uh, one to five, that might be the best staff in baseball. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, Kluber, Bauer, Carrasco, Clevenger, Bieber. I mean, that's oh. a damn good staff. You're right. So like they're, they're, they're five, they'll be six fine. deep there. That's, that's hard to say. Other teams have, like, problems with, like, you know, their second starter, let alone Cleveland. They got a whole damn uh, whole damn roster of great guys. But you do you are concerned when they're rolling out the bats that they have right now because offensively they look, they look putrid when you look at their starting lineup. And we knew that. You know, yeah. We knew that coming into the season, we were saying that they're out there. Really? These, these are the outfielders you're going with? Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, another little piece of uh, news, uh, doing a little bit of a deeper dive on the weather today. Uh, according, it looks like that's, that game in Cincinnati is going to be a problem. Uh, so DFS-wise, if I were anybody, I would take your players out. Uh, for what we're hearing is uh, they'll probably start the game on time, but there'll be a delay shortly after. And then by delay, they, it could even be postponed. It's going to rain heavy in Cincinnati on and off. You know, not persistent. So that's why they're going to, they may think they have a window to try and get it through, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. Uh, I don't want, on DFS, I'm not starting any Pirates. I'm not starting any uh, Reds. I'm certainly not starting to start doing Gray or Trevor Williams, mainly because this could be a situation where this, thing, this game gets laid for an hour after the second inning. And this early in the season, a half hour may be long enough yeah. not to, for the managers not to put their starting pitchers back in here. So uh, DFS-wise, if uh, I'm, I won't be starting any Reds, any Pirates today. No, it's good. It's a good point. It's also it's also a game when you look even without the weather. You kind of one one of these pitchers. Uh, they could be volatile. You know that you you've seen Gray in the past. I'm betting them today. But same with Pittsburgh. You look up and down the the roster. It's it's guys that you don't totally trust. I think there's better options when you look at the optimizer anyway for for guys. Right, George? Like we could go like if you're playing the early slate. Paxton seems like a a stud lock against a Baltimore lineup. Even Cleveland against Minnesota. Both teams we don't expect runs. Trevor. Trevor Bauer is somebody the optimizer likes. Eduardo Rodriguez from Boston, sure. He offers value. He's in the three-hole there. McHugh, anybody. Hell, Junis, right? Like, There's tons and tons of games today and options. There's no really need to start a Pirate or, or a Red, even if it's raining or not. I, no, no thanks, Trevor Williams, Sonny Gray. I'll pass. I'm betting on Cincinnati in the game, but from DFS, no thanks. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head here. And you, you don't options. be starting uh, Gray or Williams if you look at it, save money. You know, starting one of them, and you mentioned it, there are other guys you can go with to save money. Odorizzi is someone I'm going to like today. You know, you can save money. I'm Junis with LKC. I get it why he's uh, so popular once again. It's just uh, it's a weaker lineup there he's facing. Plus, the weather's not going to be all that great. So I get it there. So uh, you don't have to take a chance. I think it's what, uh, and I agree, you don't need to. So move on here and find, uh, find someone you do like. Another guy that I want to talk about. Now, you, we, we briefly mentioned him earlier in the show, uh, Cam. You Darvish. You know, uh, not that I'm starting, I'm not talking about DFS-wise, but I have a lot of curiosity about him because he's going to make his first start of the season tonight. Obviously, it's game two. And he missed last year with Tommy John. He was disappointing anyway. What do you make of Darvish this season? Yeah, that's uh, – the thing is, 
you look at that. You, you look. You look at the the Cubs too. Like very, very worried about their rotation, George. Aren't you? Like I, I don't trust. I don't trust Darvish as far as I could throw him. Uh, the strikeouts, though, that's the one thing he's going to be viable because he's still a guy that can get strikeouts. He's uh, has a propensity to get lit up. Um, he, he he's at the tail end. Uh, I really, really worry about Darvish a lot. I think he's just a guy that's really lost it, but he, he's viable because of the, of the case. It's the, it's that like even when you want to break it down today, like Paxton is probably what what's he? They, they think he's averaging maybe you know seven point three. You look at Darvish, he's still at six point six. So when you break it all down, he's like the third or fourth guy when it comes to like strikeout probability today. So that's important. You need strikeouts. You said it with uh, Harvey off the top. Sure, guy pitched his ass off. He had one strikeout. That's not going to get it done. But the problem, I don't believe it. I think Darvish is going to give, give up a hell of a lot of runs, but he also strikes out guys, so he's still viable. I really worry about him, though. I think he's fragile goods. I agree with you all around there. You know, I think he is fragile. I think, uh, you know, he's going to be – he does strike batters out here, but I'm curious. Uh, you said it earlier – about the Cubs. We just don't know what we're going to get from that starting staff, right? Lester, I, you know, Hendricks, Darvish. I think they're going to fade them. I think they're going to be a good fade this year because, like, I know they have bats on their team, but the Cubs also, it's kind of like the Yankees, George. Like, they're a great team, though, but you pay a premium. You pay a premium for the Yankees. You pay a premium for the Red Sox. You pay a premium for, for those uh, very, very good teams, you know, popular teams. And you, you, you probably pay an extra 40, 50 cents a lot of the time when they're favorites. But I look at the Cubs in that division. I don't think any of the teams in that division are scared of the Cubs, and I think from a betting perspective, you're going to get a lot of value betting against these guys as favorites this year, and I'm going to be all over it. Yeah, like I, said, I think I think they're starting to taste a whole bunch of number three. It's going to be a lot of runs scored in Chicago yep. uh, Cup games. And overs. If that wind, yep. if that wind is blowing out in Wrigley, uh, cha-ching, will we ever see some uh, some runs scored there? So, okay. All right, so we don't we don't trust Darvish. We don't really trust anybody in that Cubs rotation. Actually, uh, I want to ask you your opinion. What did you think? You know, and I think this is obviously I think this is good for the game here. We knew when uh, Loy Jimenez he when he signed the contract that they almost certainly were going to start him in the rate in the minor and major leagues because hey, there's no point. He signed him to a major league contract. There's no point in the service time anymore. But then the Padres, you know, they uh, they didn't sign Tatis to a long term contract. No, nope. but they still had him start the season with the team. He's got off to a great start so far. So, what did, did you think when you saw this? That Tatis and Aloy Jimenez starting the season with their respective clubs. Oh, I, I like it, George. I, I I think it's great. You know, and when you look at those teams. What does uh, the Padres have to do? They got to bring people back. Like this isn't this isn't your uh, Tony Gwynn P- P- Padres. We talked about them being a team on the rise. Sure, maybe a year or two away, but positivity, prospects in the lineup. We like it. Same with the Chicago White Sox. Not a lot lot to like there. Injuries on the t- on the team. They're a team that's going to lose a lot of games. But you have Jimenez there. That's positive. You put asses in seats, and that's kind of the situation with the Toronto Blue Jays and uh, Guerrero Jr. He is going to start in Triple A Buffalo, but hopefully. Hopefully we'll get up as soon as possible because these guys, these fans, you saw it from opening day down to 18,000. This is game two. That's a problem. Uh, you, the only reason you're going to get more guys is if he comes out because when he's in the lineup, people will, people will show up for the game. They'll get more walk-ups. I know Toronto's a very fickle uh, city that way. They're good sports fans, but they're very fickle. And uh, already from opening day to the second game, I think uh, I saw the attendance, George, at something like 18-3 or 18-4, like game two of the season. That's unacceptable. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I don't think uh, you you heard an interesting point there. Actually, a very good point. And that and the GMs don't seem to look at this. You know, yes, you want to hold back his service time so you get him an extra year, but the money you'll lose 
by not having him in your lineup, I'm talking about Guerrero. If we're going to keep yeah. him down, is is because you know if you get an extra just a hundred fans, an extra hundred fans because Guerrero yep. is playing, man, it's a lot of money you're uh, you're shitting away. That's really what you're doing. Think, think about his away. jersey. Think about the jersey sales. And let me tell you something, George. Like unlike the Yankees, who are like in contenders all the time, when the Jays had that team and were basically a couple outs away from going to the World Series when Kansas City beat them, uh, the crazy comeback against Texas. Uh, the city was never like this in a while. You got the you got the Leafs who never win. They got close before, but the energy in the city, they couldn't keep jerseys in the shelf. Hell, I went to go get a jersey. I remember I was doing some stuff in a bar. The guy's like, oh, you know, bring the Blue Jays gear. The only guy they had was Dalton Pompey because he's from, like, my hometown, you know? Basically, the guy they'd bring on to steal a bag at the end of the game when they needed him. Like, no star players. They didn't have it. The people were selling out. The merchandise, the food, the activity, the buzz of the city. You can't put a price on it. And when you have one of the best prospects in baseball, Ball, it's going to create a buzz. We all know the Blue Jays are probably going to finish fourth in that division. You know, you got the Yankees, Boston, Tampa Bay, then them. They'll finish above Baltimore. Big deal. But Vladimir Guerrero is something that everyone can get excited about. And the monies you say about the extra year, I'd rather just get get him up in the lineup now, and all the attendance you'll get from him will actually probably be better for the team. I can tell you one thing: when we got close, it was a whole different scenario. You see that all the time, George, because the Yankees are those organizations; they're not going to settle for second best. And when we got close it was awesome like the whole buzz in the city changed and everybody it was the whole different sports vibe money was being made in the team they're owned by a telecommunications company rogers right and basically these guys are pretty tight they think about well how do we save you know money on your cable bill how do we make more money but that was the year they went all in and after that they're not going all in anymore it's kind of like oh well you know we got close we didn't do it but i think putting vladimir guerrero out there would totally change things and you say it Money from the jersey sales, the vibe, the attendance, the gate, everything else, a positive. Put them out there. All right. Messi's beating up on the Nationals. He had 3 nothing in the first inning. Oh, glad I didn't take that Ramos. damn under. Yeah, and McNeil, the- I put the... I put the Mets up three nothing here. The Mets are the Mets are the scared. The, the Mets, I didn't tell you, and that's the thing. People are going to stay away from that from the DFS, right? With the pitching matchup, Buddy's getting hit already, man. Mets are scary, George. Very scary. Like they're they're an interesting team, man. I know it's early in the season, but a lot of positives with the Mets. It's fun. It's fun for New York when the Mets are actually a good team and not a doormat too. You got uh, two good teams. That that's that's nice. Because the Mets no score. No score in the Yankees uh, Baltimore game, bottom of the first there. No no hits in the game as of yet either. Uh, more bad news, depending on how you look at it. Uh, uh, reports from Kansas City go the weather there has actually taken a turn for the worse. It's oh. uh, cold, windy, and it's a mix of snow and rain right now. And we already said it's cold. I wonder if this game maybe doesn't make it either. Once again, Kansas City's playing Chicago. These two teams are going to meet plenty of times during the season. You could find another day to play here. Uh, Strasburg finally does get out of the first inning. Three nothing Mets lead. Uh, wow. The Nationals uh, before the Nationals come to the plate here. So not good there, and certainly not good for my uh, under there. So I need no. the pitching to step up, Mister Strasburg. So uh, not a great start for my day here. Yeah, All I right. got an update too, uh, George. Quickly in the golf, uh, the, the uh, Tiger Woods is two up through sixteen. So the worst case scenario now, we're looking two holes left. The worst he can do is push. Even if Rory McIlroy wins the final two holes, we'll have a playoff. So it looks like the thirteen seed Tiger Woods over the four seed Rory McIlroy uh, could have a big upset uh, in the golf. He was a nice little pooch today, even though very popular with golf betters. People know how good Rory McIlroy is. Tiger Woods' dog, but uh, yeah, great, great, crazy things going on. 
today, buddy. It's uh, it's not just the weather. The leaf pile uh, upsets galore. Weird <laughs> things happen. Who would have said that uh, Strasburg was going to give up three runs in the first inning? Hell, not me. No, not me either. <laughs> I certainly didn't see it coming. So I probably would have taken that under. Yeah. Just saying. It's probably a long game, though. Maybe, they went, maybe just the thing is, and the one thing I've learned over baseball over time, George, and you know, if you're going to get to a good pitcher, you get to him early, maybe you'll buckle down and only give up three or four runs. You could still get your under. Just need uh, everybody to shut it down. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not panicking yet. No, see, yeah, you don't uh, But it will make it will, will make my leaf extravaganza later all the worse if I start off with my first couple of bets not uh, not doing well here. Uh, that certainly wouldn't make me all that happy. I I might even cry a little bit. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, you brought up uh, jersey sales the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget who it was. I was a reporter, actually, was in Philadelphia for the opening game there. And he asked one of the vendors, uh, so what percentage of the uh, of the sales are Bryce Harper jerseys? And the vendor gave him a strange look. He didn't, he didn't understand why until he looked at the jerseys in the, uh, the shop. They were all Bryce Harper jerseys. That was it. <laughs> Just Harper. No Hoskins, no McCutcheon, no Nola. All Harper. And uh, it'll be all Weekend Fantasy Update when Cam Stewart, George Kurtz will be back right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. No idea what this is, but I kind of like it. I like it. It's all right. No clue what it is, though, but uh, I enjoy it. I forgot that. Weekend. It's Queens of the Stone Age, I think. Right, Sean? You got it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. My buddy used to use me as a lifeline in Rock and Roll Jeopardy, buddy. Yeah, got a lot of of albums. I don't have that one. I just remember that song. You know, it's funny. Uh, well, Weekend Fantasy Update came and George yeah. went back here. Thank you. Yeah. My neighbor who uh, who moved, he uh, had a bin of about 400 CDs. Oh, uh, did he give them he, to you? I, I could have taken them if I wanted them, but uh, uh, I, I went through them. I went, I went through each and every one to steal whatever, whichever ones I wanted. He, I mean, listen, uh, probably a quarter I already had, and I stole probably another quarter. Uh, the rest I donated to the library. I was a good guy. So, uh, but it was it was fun going through the music here, as far as all, like I said, all the CDs he had. Uh, I, I I do love music, and uh, yeah, I I I realized Cam that, uh, and I probably shouldn't admit this, but I may like disco more than I I care to admit. Cause he had a lot of old oh. disco that I ended up taking. Nothing wrong. No, the thing is, like, I like a lot of weird music too. Like, I'm more into like indie rock, like small bands, but I do like classic rock. But it's crazy. Yang, when we were doing Red Heat and Rage, he was playing some of those like Motown songs. Dun, dun, dun. It was the third of September. Like, I, I was just listening, going, I got to get more of that in my collection. Like, I got a little bit, but like some James Brown, but not enough. Like, it's just weird. Uh, you know, over, it's kind of like your palate, George. Over time, it tastes like, you know, things that I didn't like as a kid, you, you, you like more as an adult. Uh, we all move, we, we all evolve, friends. 
friend. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that's lacking. Like I have over like thousands, like I got like tons and tons and tons of uh, CDs, the same thing, like milk crates full of them, but I need some more Motown, uh, more grooves in uh, my collection, more music yeah, to make that, love to kind of thing. I agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I agree that yeah. I like the uh, yeah. different tastes. It's, you know, it's funny. It's one of my favorite, uh, the movie Airplane. Yes, yeah, great movie. Uh, Excellent you know, one, one of my favorite, probably my favorite comedy, that, that or Caddyshack. And at the end of the movie, when uh, the plane is, uh, I think it's over Chicago, it's tear, it's taking down buildings. I, I love the one part, you know, WKRP, where Disco lives, <laughs> takes out the antenna forever, and apparently not. I always found that extremely funny there. So, uh Yes, they don't make TV shows like that anymore, too. That's funny. You mentioned WKRP, like great, great, great old shows that uh, like I watch comedies now. And I, I'm very disappointed. That's thank God that we're into sports and DFS and everything else, because like today's uh, shows like Laugh Tracks, like I don't remember like a show that's come out today that I go, wow, I got to watch that TV show. There's nothing like all, all the stuff that I like from <laughs> a very long time ago. It's uh, kind of disappointing, actually. Same with movies. Uh, nothing's really blowing me away, George. Thank God we got sports. Agreed. Sports is the ultimate. I mean, the ultimate reality show. Well, you like, never know really what's going to happen. She's like, oh, it's a dead zone for TV. I go, no, it's not. I go, this game's on, this game's on, this game's on. Just so you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a beautiful thing. When you're a sports fan, there's no dead zones. Games at noon, games at 1, games at 4, games at 7, games at 10. You know, different leagues, all sorts of stuff going on. It's beautiful. Makes uh, the boring times of life, uh, it adds spice right. to everything, George. And even the tough times. I mean, there have been times in my life where I've, I've had, you know, broken up with a girlfriend or where things just haven't gone yeah. right, you're upset. And, you know, sports has gotten me through it because there was always sure. a game on. There was exactly. always a game on I could watch. And this is before I even gambled or anything. It was just something I needed to root for. I mean, yeah, fantasy probably played a part in it. You know, I could watch a Dodger-Padre game at night because, hey, I had somebody on that team, you know, to root for. There, I could watch a late Winnipeg Jet game. Because, once again, had somebody on their team. Uh, so I always found that, uh, you know, for me, sports has just been fantastic as for what it's done, it's done all around for me. So uh, certainly no complaints here. As far as TV, TV sucks. I mean, they don't have original, <laughs> they don't have original ideas, ideas anymore. Well, all you get all is you, Star yeah. Wars, Captain Marvels, whatever this other crap. You when know, you're no bringing one has back a, a good movie. Murphy Brown and Magnum P.I.? Like, I remember oh, when, they brought, God. when they brought back Magnum P.I. And I love Magnum. <laughs> oh, dude, but the new one That was new so show bad. is terrible. Oh, it's 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 almost like laugh track worthy. Like it's so bad. I don't even know if it's a joke or not. It's one of those things. Like I remember he's like, well, we got to find the tuna. And the guy's like got the, like his machine gun out. And the guy's got like a tuna hanging from his like, I'm like, what the hell am I watching here? Like the Higgins, I guess she's a, she's a lady, whatever, but it just, it sucks. It sucks. It's not, it's not the old Magnum. It blows. I think, uh, honestly, like it is probably one of the worst remakes I've ever seen. I don't want to be, I think I'm being nice. Like it is awful. I can't believe he got a second season too. I think they picked I know. it up. God, it's bad. Yeah, yeah I did. Like, I do like Brown the new Hawaii. Uh, I never watched the original, so I didn't care yeah, about that. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do watch new. the Hawaii Five O. The new Hawaii Five O. Yeah, I that's better. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can. Yeah, those guys got a little. You know what I mean? Slick back hair, and the other guy, like they crack. You know, they bust each other's balls and stuff like. That. At least it's like a watchable show. Like Magnum PI is like it's so bad. The action, it's like a joke. Like, it's, like, filmed it. It doesn't even feel real to me. It's just so amateur. It's amateur night personified. But anyway, we we digress. Yeah, you, you basically said, hey, new shows suck there, Kurtz. They blow. We do digress. And I do listen. I do want to talk some NFL because we had some Beautiful. NFL news this week. Sure. Uh, Eagles. Eagles pick up Jordan Howard. Yeah. All right, yeah. sixth-round pick. Could be a fifth-round pick depending on uh, some conditions there. So, Eagles. 
Jordan Howard goes from the Bears to the Eagles. How are you feeling about Howard? How much do you like this for his fantasy value? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really like anything uh, with with the Eagles running back situation, I have Jay Ajayi. Like I'm, I, he's done. Like I, I can't. Fran, like I used to got it. I got him for like basically nothing in my keeper league. He's gone. Like it's just, there's no point. Like what am I going to do with this guy? Right? They have, they have a million guys in their backfield now. Right? With Howard, I liked how I liked Howard at the Bears though. It's interesting. But the, when they went to Tariq Cohen, uh, he was more of a home run hitter uh, type of guy and. Uh, I don't know what to do, George. It looks like a running back by committee there, too. Don't they have Adams? Like, how many guys do they have that's going to – like, who do you take? As a Philadelphia Eagle, you know, you're looking at your fantasy drafts. Like, who do you take? Who will be their number one back? You can't – you can't – you think – I don't think Howard's going to be the number one guy. He's going to be a part of a, a big system with three guys. I, I'm not so sure it's the greatest fit either because what, does, what doesn't Howard do well? Catch. Catch. Right? Yeah, doesn't true, catch yeah. well. He so runs. It was, yeah, it's true. He it's runs. True. So, yeah, I, I'm not so sure how much he fits the offense. Listen, the price was great. So, uh, oh, yeah. Was it fifth not, round, sixth round pick? That's nothing. Sixth round nothing. pick could, could go, go down to a five, depending upon uh, pl- some playing time. Uh, I guess, some, once again, incentives, but what he does there. But you got Howard. You got Clement, Smallwood, Adams. Yeah, even Donald Pumphrey has uh, some skills there. Yeah, so good call. Yeah. A lot of cooks in the kitchen there. So uh, I'm not loving this for Jordan Howard either. And fantasy, listen, if you're drafting next week, hey, you're drafting way too early. But if you are, uh, eh, yeah, he's a running back two at best. I mean, you hope he's the goal uh, line I, guy. I don't, I don't, think, I don't even think he's a two. A two. Like, I, I think that's well, we, we don't have any running backs. He might be a two. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's tough. What, do you, what about Tariq Cohen now? What about that situation? You know? That's all. Well, you got you to gotta think. And so I like Tariq Cohen. like him a lot. But he's not an every down going. back. He's that's that's back. the issue there. They got, they he's got not a, they got an every go, down back. They got to go out and get a running back in the draft. And I, I will say this, there's a hell of a lot of them. So the Bears will definitely address, address the running back situation in the upcoming draft. The question is how early are they going to do it? Because there's a lot of options out there. A lot of guys did really well at the combine. It's all, you know, we talk about the quarterbacks. You're going to have a good running back fall to you. Hell, in the mid rounds, George. Like you can get a good guy in the fourth round. Like It's very, very heavy with running backs. A lot of guys that are very intriguing. Yeah, the uh, the Bears did uh, sign Mike Davis as well, so I guess they could say, "Hey, he's our lead back." But now we all know he's not exciting at all here. No, uh, that's not going to do anything for you there. By the way, the Nationals have gotten one back. Uh, Juan Soto has singled in Anthony Rendon. So, yeah, my over hey. over unders looking real good here. Four runs in an inning and two thirds. Thank you so much. And I did bet the over on the Yankee game. Yankees had the bases loaded, one out, and Andujar bounced into a double play. Double play, yep. Thank you so much, Miguel That's, Andujar. Welcome to the sports books. What did they say? Like New Jersey's handle, like they're making it hand over fist. It's like that's the thing, man. You can know a lot about sports, but I learned a long time ago. I was telling Morenci, like you can break down all the numbers, whatever. It's almost like you have to. A lot of it. It is number-based, but it's also feel. It's also percentages. It's also too good to be true. There's a lot of things that go into it. If you strictly go by what should happen, that's another thing. You'll be broke. It's a very, very complicated uh, game, George. It's not It's not easy. Like It, it, it looks like, well, wow, two best pitchers should have an under. Boom, four runs in the first couple innings. It's a nightmare. Like it's just, it's it is. very difficult it to be is. good at it all the time. You'll have good weeks, bad weeks, but to be a professional or to make more money than lose money, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not. It's a great reality show. Everything you never know. You yeah. just never really know what's going to happen here. 
Uh, all right, so uh, I'll, I'm done with bitching for now until the next bad thing happens. No, don't, don't worry, buddy. It's it's early too. You know the Yankees could put up like a, a five spot. One of these things get get you right back on track. Cowboys, Cowboys, another gift trade here. Cowboys get Robert Quinn from I like the Dolphins for his, I love it. As a I love it. Oh, I, I, I was actually pissed off. I'm like, wow, Seattle. Like, I know we talk about. I we could use a we could use a rush end too. I, I think uh, you guys did a great job there with Robert Quinn. It's cheap. You know about the Lawrence talks. Uh, obviously, when you franchise a guy two straight years, he's kind of like, well, you know what? I want twenty two and a half. They're talking twenty. This isn't going to end well. Great move by Dallas, being proactive and taking care of a problem before it becomes a major problem, George. Kudos to you guys. Yeah, and for those wondering, uh, listen, Dallas is going to sign Lawrence. It's just a matter of when. All right, the, the only thing, if you're a Cowboy fan, what you should be worried about is that they take too long to sign him and the yeah. surgery, he does need surgery. And at the surgery, he can't, he's not ready for week one. That's what you're worried about. All right, but they'll still they'll sign Lawrence. He's not going anywhere. All right, they're not going to remove the franchise tag and they're not going to trade him. Okay, the, you just don't give up these kinds of players here. Uh, from what I've heard, Lawrence wants to average 22.5 a year. The Cowboys were a little over 20. So, listen, the gap is bridgeable. It should be, uh, unless Lawrence is going to stick to uh, 22, which I'm 21, 21 change. The thing that is, should though, George, I, I know it should be able to get done, and I totally agree with you, and you know the team better than me and better better than most, but I'm going to say it's almost one of those things like you you stuck me twice with this, like, like screw you guys type of thing. Like He seems like he's not real, really happy about the situation, and if somebody comes knocking, they're, they're, it should happen, but there's no guarantees. He doesn't seem like a real happy guy going, you know, you guys did, you guys slapped the franchise tag on me again. Like players don't like that type of thing. AKAC levy on bell for this discussion. You know what I mean? But I know you think you, so you're saying it's a guarantee. You, if there's no way he goes somewhere else. Somebody might just say, Hey, we want this guy. You know, no one's, no one's giving you multiple number ones. It's, it's not going to happen. Uh, he, he'll sign with Dallas. It'll happen here. Listen, the franchise tag. I, I don't know why players hate this thing so much. It's a guaranteed contract. I mean, yes, Lawrence, uh, he got franchised twice. He also got over $30 million. I mean, hey, yeah. I'll take that. Uh, the only thing bad about the franchise is if you get hurt, which I understand for running backs, because once again, short shelf life, you want the long-term yep. deal. For anybody else, generally, it's a, it's a safe way to go about it. The problem is, especially at certain positions, the franchise tag is low. Hence why Landon Collins would have been so mad if the Giants gave it to him. You know, because I think it was 11 million. He was able to get much more in free agency. Uh, but they'll listen. He got franchised twice. He played third, played well. He'll get his money, and I, they'll sign him to a big contract. I have very little doubt about that. So I'm not all that worried about Demarcus Lawrence. But I said my biggest worry would be that they wait up until the July 15th deadline because it does have to get done by then. And if it, you know they wait till July 15th, he won't be ready for Week One, and that would be an issue. But if he's ready, he's healthy. Lawrence Quinn. You know, uh, Dallas is going to have a, a good defense again. Byron Jones, by the way, also had hip surgery, but he's expected to be ready at some point during camp for the Cowboys. Uh, I don't think you and I talked about, uh, we may have, but I don't think we did. Gronk retired. Yep. We, no yeah. more Gronk. I'll tell you, no, yeah, and there's, there was like an odds board, like what's he going to do next? Uh, football commentator, two to one, actor, five to one. Uh, well, I think the favorite was wrestler, which I can totally see happening. I, I would not like, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Gronk and like even show up as like a guest in WrestleMania and get in it, into it with like triple H or something. Like, I think that's the favorite at plus plus one forty. but what can you say about Gronk other than the fact that I know George, he's your favorite player. Um, just so solid, 
changing the tight end position, dominating, just an absolute beast every time he played. You look at the Super Bowl. uh, The game was tight. His catch was the difference. That's when they went up in that game. That's when New England took over. Everything Gronk did, he's just the best. And uh, I think I know it's also interesting to say he might come back. Uh, Who knows? I I think he's obviously Jason Witten came back, but I think Gronk... uh, he goes off to the sunset, one of the best of all time. Like I look at him, yeah, with like Tony Gonzalez is like the best, like the best guys like I've I've ever seen in my lifetime. And him and Brady, I don't like New England, but you have to respect what they did. Just absolute perfection, everything. everything oh, I've, they did. I, you you want to hate New England? That's fine. You're well yeah. within your rights to hate New England, but you you have to respect what they've done. hundred percent. You know, I mean, we, we'll we'll never see this again, Cam. I don't think we'll ever see it again. This this kind of run, this twenty plus year run that they've been on here, no. is uh, is psychotic. Uh, it tells you how bad the AFC East has been. Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Maybe you want to get your act together a little bit, guys, and uh, give them a challenge here. But uh, what they've done is fantastic. And the page is all over the place this off season. Gronk retires. All right. All of a sudden, Shiano leaves the team. Oh they yeah, hired the family the guy. and God. Yeah, that was an interesting. That's story. that's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. Yeah, Something yeah, happened I, here. I smelt the BS meter too when we we're doing when we were doing the show, and that came out of nowhere too. It was very surprising. But hey, maybe it is time for these other teams. It's interesting too. All the guys that New England bid on, they didn't get. It's kind of like one of those things. It's like finally not working their way. But uh, as you know, and I know, George, things seem to work out for these guys when push comes to shove. As long as Tom Brady gets out of bed and he's healthy and ready to go uh, in that week division, uh, <laughs> still lots of work to be done. If you're a Dolphin. Uh, Bill or Jet. That's the problem. They're oh, still around. Ab- absolutely. But, you know, like I said, Gronk retires. Shiano all of a sudden left the team. That's all bullcrap. What's going on with Robert Kraft and all the legal maneuvering, which is funny if you listen to it. Oh, we don't want the video to come out. Of course you don't want the video to come out. I don't want the video to come out because I don't want to see this man being, you know, rubbed out one by his son. Oh, God, please don't let this video come out. It would be, <laughs> it would be, uh, it'd be disturbing to my mental health. Uh, but Florida has one of the, the uh, I don't want to say weakest, but uh, yeah, you could say far, that. more lax. Yeah, I guess weak, yeah, more lax. Lax. Yeah. lax. There you go. Lax laws as far as that's concerned. Where I think it will come yeah. out uh, as far as uh, Freedom of Information Act and sort of that thing. So God, he's pretty that, ballsy that, though. Like he's going into this thing saying, you know, I'm not scared. Uh, Is that a pun? Yeah, <laughs> I just threw it out there, but yeah, yes, George, uh, hidden messages, but he doesn't seem very, he doesn't seem very afraid of anything. He's kind of like, yeah, really? Call, call in your bluff? Well, I'm not worried. Like, he doesn't seem very scared about this stuff at all. He knows he's going to get community service, worst case scenario, right? But he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to be found guilty. They've already offered him that. Yeah. If he, if this was you or I, yeah. we'd take the deal. Because once again, we don't, you know, once again, you got to serve, We're not you got to pay a... You got to pay a fine, good community service. Anybody, normal person, serves the deal. He's hoping, like you said, to call their bluff. You want to take me to trial? Take wait. Let's waste the money on a trial. You know, and then he'll be found guilty because he he is guilty. You know, now that he's here, all the lawyer talk. Well, the uh, it's entrapment. The video was uh, acquired illegally. They pulled him over illegally. Da 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 da. There, you know, this listen. This is why his lawyers get paid the big bucks. And they're raking in the money uh, right now, trying to prove this is all off here. But uh, well, it's just like I said, everything, Gronk. Shiano, Kraft. Man, it's been an interesting offseason in New England. And uh, I'm curious as to how all, the, all the, how all this goes. I'm also curious about this. I meant to ask you this question when uh, we talked about Gronk. All right, you're drafting, Cam. How do you feel about Brady? 
You still want him as your quarterback? No, well, you worry I, a little I, bit. I, I'm definitely worried. I think I, I think without him, he's going to slip. I know Edelman's a, a, a solid guy. They got a great running game with Sony Michelle. I think actually they're going to rely on the running game a hell of a lot more moving forward. And Brady will be a less. We're not going to see these 35, 40 attempts. I think they're significantly going to be less. And he's still awesome, but he's going to slip down a few spots, George. Uh, one piece of good news I have here is I forgot to bet on the hockey game. I wanted to bet Boston. Panthers lead Boston 2 I actually bet on Florida. Actually, I told you I hate Florida, then I bet on them. <laughs> I just, I'm glad I, I did. Boston should have been we get fantasy favorite. update. We'll be back. <laughs> From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. No one wants to see me do any kind of conga, by the way. Gloria, no, Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Wow. Sean's getting frisky. He wants to go out and get his groove on. Weekend fantasy update. Cam and George. We're back. Final we're segment, back. Cam. We're back. Yeah, All right, the Panthers. Mean cat. Uh, I'll tell you that, bro. George, we got to follow. We got to practice what we preach. Like, that's why I tell Marenzi on Red Heat and Rage. It's like sometimes we say things and we do the opposite of what we say. And then when they don't happen, we're like, why the hell didn't we even listen to ourselves? Like, I'm telling you, like, there's one, there's only one favorite, like in hockey. I'm going to probably take the Leafs tonight because a revenge factor against Ottawa. But I'm looking for teams like, you know what? Uh, like, how do I, what do I, okay, who's a good team? Like, who, who doesn't need a game that's a good team? I'm thinking, uh, yeah, no, your Islanders, they still play. They still play. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look I, Islanders here. clinched tonight with two points. Yeah, so they're playing, and they're playing Buffalo tonight, so I'm going to pass on that game. I'm trying to think. Like, like even the Sharks, they're, but they're playing Vegas. See, that's different because uh, – but they both they both clinched. They both they're both they both clinched playoff spots, right? Yeah, anyway, nothing fits the mold except for that Florida game. Like, Boston has nothing to play for right now. They got to worry about like Pasternak, all these guys staying healthy. Like they know if they're gonna if they're gonna have any type of run, it goes through Tampa Bay. They need the the whole healthy team. These teams just want to get to the finish line right now, with nobody hurt. Tampa's playing Washington later on tonight, and they uh, as some would call it a marquee matchup, but really the game means yeah. nothing for Tampa Bay and a little to Washington, but not all that much there either. As Cam was saying, Florida leads Boston two nothing just under a minute to left to play in the first period. Uh, if Jenny did don't off with his twenty seventh. Riley Sheehan with his ninth goal of the season for the Panthers here. Mets now lead Washington 4-1. Peter Alonzo doubles in a run oh, here, one hop geez. off the center field wall. And uh, they're beating up Strasburg pretty good here. That's uh, the bottom of the second inning. Strasburg finally got out of uh, the inning. Yankees and Baltimore are still scoreless bottom of the second inning. Uh, Troy Tulowitzki has just given fans some free air conditioning by striking out. So wow. uh, Yankees have aren't on the board yet. And I said it before. I, once again, I think the Yankees are a better team with LeMahieu uh, at second base. Torres at shortstop. I think they'll figure that out eventually. All right, a couple of other football notes here that I want to get to. Isaiah Crowell with the Raiders, Cam. I'm 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 digging this, especially if Lynch doesn't come back here. I kind of like it's this. Actually, I think the running game like will be an afterthought. Too. 
I, I, I agree with you. I think it's funny. Corral's one of those guys that everyone beats down. I, I don't think he's as bad as everyone thinks. Excellent point by you with Lynch. He's one of those guys you could probably get for cheap, too. And I think it, it, actually in that situation with the with the weapons that they have now, Carr's feeling good about themselves. They got the receiving core. Um, Jordy Nelson, he's gone. But there's a lot of positive things that the Raiders have done. Like, I, I, I like the way they're re- rebuilding the team. The offensive line obviously still needs a little bit of work there. But they're moving in the right direction. And Crowell, he's a guy that's uh, obviously going to be a lot, hell of a lot cheaper than people would think. Nobody really respects the guy, but it's kind of a sneaky, sneaky move there, George. He's one of those guys, like, uh, I think he can do well in the silver and black, and you're not going to pay anything for him. Well, he'll be an afterthought. Everyone's going to worry about what, yeah. Brown, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I like him what, as well. He, yeah, totally. Uh, I I haven't done any rankings yet, but he'll be a running back two for me, and a, uh, maybe even a strong yep. running back two at that. So, like I said, I'm definitely interested in Isaiah Crowell this season. Uh, what did you, what were your thoughts on? Uh, actually, I'm going to get your thoughts on two things. But first, on the NFL deciding that you can now challenge OPI and DPI. What are your thoughts here? I'm going to tell you, they had this in the Canadian Football League, and it didn't go well. It really. Um how do you say it just it took really too long like a challenge of the challenge it it's one of those things that makes sense I, I'm, I'm all for the game and I'm all for them getting it right since we put money in these games we invest in fantasy and gambling and everything else how the landscape has changed just the time of these games now George it's going to be it's going to affect it it's going to be a lot longer and I just want them to get it right. And who's to guarantee it's, it's going to be right a second time? What, what do you think? I, I, I'm just telling you, in the Canadian Football League, they had like an, a, a challenge of the offense, and it just got very convoluted and stupid, and they eventually got rid of it after one season. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work either uh, for a number of reasons here. First, I can tell you once again, uh, I, I ref men's hockey league games. I know it's not the same. But there are times where, you know what, I'm going to let the guys play today. I'm going to let, let a little banging go. And it could be the same thing in the NFL. I'm going to let certain things go here. And then, well, the replay is going to overturn it. But my, my, other, my bigger problem is this. Technically, everything is pass interference. Everything. Is, I mean, you put your hand on somebody, that's pass interference. You push them a little bit, that's pass interference. How are you going to say, what are you going to say? Well, only if it's really bad. What's your definition of really bad? How do you cover that? <laughs> I, know. I think this is a mess. I think it this is, is just a mess. Me. I'm telling you, George, I've seen it firsthand, and it was it was a train wreck. It was like the challenge of the challenge, and it just it's so stupid. Like, we're going to get more frustrated on Sundays. I'm just, like, going in the hot tub time machine, moving it to the future. And then in the past, I could see me, you, and Joe's fish market, whatever, like, just absolutely freaking out on Sunday with this stuff. It's not going to work. It's, it, 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 it's not – I don't like it. I just don't like it, and I don't think it's going to make it any better. I think it's just stupid. It's really I not going to work out. Trust me. I've seen I, I, understand. I, I like the idea of replay, getting the call right. I do. But on penalties, I think, once again, it's so subjective. That's the problem. There'll be, exactly. there'll be no way you can have a rule saying, well, only if it's really, really bad. Only if what happens in the Saints game. Yes, that one was bad. should have been called. There was another Saints game where you know Joe Hayden was called uh, on Pittsburgh, and he did nothing. And that one would be overturned. But how do you quantify that in a rule? How do you say that only if it's really, really bad? I mean, uh, what's your definition of really, really bad? Your definition may be different than mine and different from the next guy or different from replay official to a replay official. Or is it going to be the same replay official who's going to uh, look at every call? And so it'll be his definition. I could sort of live with that. But once again, there's no, there's just no, it's not, if a goal crosses the line, it's a goal. That's black and white. You know that. You know, the ball crosses the goal line, touchdown, black and white. We know that. There's going to be no black and white with a penalty call. There's just not. 
So I think this is a very slippery slope here. I'm curious as what their definition is going to be. Because like I thing. said, if, if you follow what the rule actually says in the rule book, everything is past interference, Cam. Everything is past interference. Yes, it is. Good luck with that. I have a problem just with the NFL in general, just the way they do. Yeah, the, the whole the whole penalty thing. I'm not just talking about the Saints game. Just, it's amazing to me. And and you know, George, it's one of those things. We have a superior, amazing athletes that are fast. With older guys trying to keep up, they missed some games are horrible. Some games it's not bad. It's a very very difficult sport to referee. I just want to say, like, other than a guy like on an open bomb where you're throwing him away, I just wish they were a little more lax. And I'm telling you this. They will never do it, but the college rule of 15 yards is the best because when you you can't lose a game and put it right at the one-yard line, it's one of those things. I get it. There will be more times that teams, if they're worried, yes, they'll take 15 yards, 15 yards, but over time, 15 yards, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's eventually going to hurt you, and the other team's going to put points up. I would rather a game not decided like that. I like the college rule for pass interference, a 15-yard penalty instead of, you know what, 46 yards, put it at the one, and how many times are they going to score? 99 out of 100 times. That's my take. Not everyone might agree with that, but I'm saying that's where college football is better than the pros. And it's actually interesting. I watch college games. I'm not saying they're all bad, but they're refereeing and, and calls week by week is better than the NFL on the whole. It's much better. See, I'm going to disagree with you about the college okay. rule, but it, it's not a strong disagreement because I do. Well, they got to do some of what you, <laughs> you know, some of what you're saying. I, I do kind of agree with it, mainly because of the bad calls. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is if you institute the, uh, instituted this into the NFL, you sort of hinted at it. You're going to have coaches teaching it. You get beat, tackle them. Yeah. Take the 15 yards. Don't yep. don't take 50. And I think that's bad for the game, too, because I can guarantee you coaches will teach that. You know, if this guy makes a double move and he's going by, you grab him, tackle him, take him down. Yep. Don't give up the touchdown. Give up the 15. But the problem they, they, is they do that already, though. But I'm just I just how many times have we seen a bad a tic tac call, though, George? Automatically that's the problem. Give a team points. That is my issue. And I think that's I would rather I'd rather take the craziness with the 15 rather than just give a team a touchdown from the one, which I hate on a horrible call. And it happens all the time. And it, they, first they, thing, they can do it all the time. It's crazy. First thing I'd like to see the NFL do is hire full-time refs. See, that's solves yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, buddy, you don't stop working at your uh, job at Walmart. Uh, I'm an insurance adjuster or whatever. Like, beat it. Like, yeah, I agree. Ha- full-time, work on it. You know, they got to go through weight regimen. They have to be able to run uh, a 40 in a certain amount of time. There has to be something. I don't care. Yeah, if you're a 70-year-old guy, you could still, like, move around and, and get things done. Sure. But I prefer a few more younger guys as referees. These are these are special athletes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I completely, I completely agree. To see if that eliminates some of these problems, I think that's one way to go about things. Uh, listen, we all have full time jobs. You get, you get better when you do things over and over again, not one day a week or a couple of yeah. days during the off season good where you point. get trained every day. You know, you be in the classroom, you be on the field. You mentioned be in shape. And listen, no one expects these refs to be able to run as fast as a professional athlete. No. Of course not. That's why they're no. professional athletes. Exactly. But, I mean, seeing these 67-year-old guys with a beer belly, I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, are you kidding me? You know, that, that to me, that, that's just a complete joke here. All right, next thing. I, I almost laughed. I laughed my ass off when I heard about this. Cliff Kingsbury, during practice, oh, yeah. is going to give his guys time off to go on social media. I, can't, I know you and I are older. 
All right. And listen, I use social no. media. I use Twitter. Yeah. I, oh, use, I, I, uh, I laughed you know. at the story, too. It's such a joke. Th- this, is, this is a joke, right? I so, mean, really? So, yeah. Okay, what, are you, guys, what are we running here? A daycare center? I, I, I agree. Like, here's the thing. You're a professional football player. You got a cell phone. I don't care. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You turn off your damn phone for an hour or an hour and a half during a team meeting. You could check your stupid social media afterwards. Hell, we're doing a show right now. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about the show. I don't have time to tweet out, like, my golf picks while they're going on or whatever because I'm focused on what me and you are going to talk about. You know what I mean? And that's just a regular thing. This is a joke. What are they, children? Uh, it, to me, this is absolutely insane. It's actually disgusting. When I read the story, nobody really talked about it a lot. I remember I had my update during Red Heat and Rage. I was disgusted going, wow, you, if you can't really, you need a 20-minute break. You can't focus for 20 minutes to look at your phone. Give me a break. And then we're not some old dinosaurs doing it. Come on, man. Like, you could do it any other time. Like, it's not like these guys are they're at a meeting, George. They run the practice. You're at a meeting. You go home. You check your damn meet. You don't have to do anything else after that. You're a professional athlete. It's not like you're working an eight-hour shift in the factory. Get bent. Well, I, listen, I, I am 100, 100%, 1,000% in agreement with you here. I'd love to go to Mike Cardano. Mike, listen, i got to take the third segment off here. Yeah. i, I got to go tweet. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, i yeah, got yeah. to go, go on Facebook. We don't even take, <laughs> we don't even take, no, honestly, when I do the show with Gabe, like, I don't even take bathroom, like, we do, like, we go quick to the bathroom and come back. There's no coffee break for a segment or anything like that. No, like, we're doing our thing. And it's crazy. And these guys need these guys need breaks. They need breaks. To check this is your job. Your job. I think it's a bad move by Kingsbury early. It's setting a bad example. He says he did it at Texas Tech. So that's college. That's great. You, you got good, kids good there. Yeah. 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 Now, now you're right, the that's NFL. not their job. They're not getting paid to play. Yeah, I have I no problem with college. This is the it's pros. A, it's a stooge move. Good luck. Yeah. This is I. I just thought this was a joke. What are you telling? What's the next thing they're going to ask for? Yeah. All right. I mean, what point. comes next? Can I have an ice cream break? You, you, you know with your kids, George, when you when you can take, 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 you know what I mean? You, you know, you give an inch, you take a mile. So this is one thing. What else is he going to let them do? You know, ah, don't, don't worry about practice. That's okay. Uh, everything. If, okay. I think it's setting a, a real, real bad example. It's, it's real bad example. In, in my mind, it's, it's just And it's I'm not some old there. grump, too. Like, I'm a young guy. I, I'm open to gambling, this and that. I'm just saying, though, but when it comes to work and it comes to your professional professionalism, your job, you're telling me you can't get through 20, 30 minutes in a meeting because you got to worry about your social media? Are you an idiot? You, you catch balls. You block guys. Like, whatever. like, turn off the phone. You go to your job. You turn on the phone afterwards while you're walking back to your car. You want to tweet out your little walk or whatever. Ooh, this is what I'm doing. Oh, uh, yeah, me and my wife are going dancing tonight. Like, I, I got to be honest with you, social media, is, a lot of it's just a crock. Like, I enjoyed it today looking at a pile, like your leaf pile. That's funny. But you know what I mean? These guys are professional athletes, and, and they need a phone break. What are we? in daycare what an idiot honestly that, that, I, I, that, it's horrible it's a joke Hor- i mean horrible just it's just horrible that they uh that he's allowing this uh, i know i'm getting mad about it here. i'm getting mad about it. you got kids and you're even saying in, in the new generation it just sets really really bad examples it's really dumb it's it's idiotic actually. i'm glad you feel All the right. same way george i'm glad because good luck Arizona. so mike i was wondering i was wondering, I was wondering if, I, if i was wrong i mean no I no wrong. you're not wrong you're not wrong at all you're absolutely right I know sometimes I go too much with the old school stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, not, yeah I'm not all school. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm both, but this one's just if you think the other way, I think you're an idiot too. That's dumb. Like there's, I don't think there's even another side to this argument. I think it's nuts. But anyway, that's me. Yeah, I think it's silly. <laughs> all right, uh, some on the field news: Doug Baldwin surgery again. Uh, he's that's it. It's six to eight weeks recovery time. Plenty of time yeah. for the season here. He'll be, but, but this but. this man's banged up over and over again now. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> 
It's I'm, a problem, I'm on the George. point now. Yeah, it's right. A, it's Seattle, a Seattle, enough Pete Carroll. We got to address this in the draft. I know we need a lot of things. We need a receiver. It's very simple. We can't we can't go with these guys. We need a damn receiver in this team, and it's very simple. You got to get one in the first or second round. We need a, we need a receiver. We can't just rely on uh, Lockett, Baldwin. There's always a problem there. Give Wilson a target. Give him a receiver. Go out and get a good one in the draft. Enough is enough. This guy's not going to be around much longer. I thought they should have made a heavier play, especially for the and what the price ended up being for Antonio Brown. Oh, I agree with that too. Even though I don't really like Brown personally, but he could really help. Oh, I don't like really Brown either. Him. But Carroll seems to be good with these types of players, right? He's to enjoy having these types of players, and they and they need a receiver. You got you got to give Russell Wilson some help here. This is going to become a joke now. I you agree. know, uh, we went this guy to do every little thing all by himself, and I mean it all by himself. So uh, just just crazy. Uh, now Doug Baldwin, I have a lot of respect for, but. He, I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's ever going to be someone you can rely on to play 16 games anymore. Nope, no, exactly. And remember, Lockett's even been injured and stuff before. Like they got a lot of like. There's Seattle's got at the at the receiver position, they're very very thin, and guys who have been banged up before. They have to address the situation in the draft, and I wouldn't be surprised they even try to take a shot with two receivers. Like you know, they got they need to get definitely one, and then on the back end in the late rounds, try to find somebody too. They're thin at receiver. It's just a shame. You have an all-world quarterback. I and know. Just, you know, I mean, you just don't let it anything around him. <laughs> I know. Well, running back by committee, receiver by committee. Like, that's the problem with Pete Carroll. Sometimes we talk about smartest guy in the room type of thing. That's Pete Carroll. I can win with anybody. No, you can't. It's been proven. You're still a good team, and you overachieved this year, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Anyway, George, I'm going to give you my picks right now. I guess we're headed, I think we're heading down the final stretch here. Uh, for uh, the games in, in hockey tonight, I like three plays. I like the Toronto Maple Leafs in regulation to beat Ottawa. I think it's a revenge spot. It's the only time where they don't need to do something, but I know I think they're going to put their best foot forward. They can't be screwing around tonight after Ottawa embarrassed them that time. Edmonton minus 160, and Vancouver at plus 130 against Dallas has been good to me, but I think Vancouver's in a good spot. Hughes is in the lineup. I think... Uh, you know, they're going to try to win some games at the end of the year, get the, the fan base a little bit happy. Nice price. College basketball, Texas Tech plus five. I like Virginia minus four. I'm going to parlay those together as well as individual baseball. I'm on the Reds with Sonny Gray. I'll take a shot with the Blue Jays. What do you got for me, George? And Molinari and golf to advance to the final four. What do you got, George? All right. Well, the KC Royals, are, they are in a rain delay. Oh. They're hoping to get the game started in about an hour or so, but they are in a rain delay. The Reds, it looks like they, they believe they have a window to play Yay. until about 4 o'clock. So they're going to have to play in some rain later. They're going to try and get that game in there. Uh, neither one's going to be pretty. Uh, really not pretty at all here. So they're going to try and get these games in. Right now, no cancellations yet today. Still no score left. Yankees ball tomorrow. Mets do lead uh, the Nationals 4-1. to I think they're in the bottom of the third inning there. No change in the hockey games. 2-0 Boston. No score Philadelphia, Carolina. I'm George Kurtz. He's Cam Stewart. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m., 2 p.m. on Weekend Fantasy Update. Good luck, Have everybody. a great day, everyone.